Welcome to Design This, Beyond the Dye Line. My guest is the creative director of Buds, Goods, and Provisions, a New England cannabis brand based in Worcester, Massachusetts. She's responsible for bringing the creative vision of Buds Goods to life through all visual touch points, including the opening of three adult-use cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts and the successful launch of two cannabis products, Lil Buds and Lil Jays. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. So I'm going to kick things off a little bit, but I'm, I'm excited to hear from you. So um, before Bud's Goods, you worked in the food and beverage industry as a design manager for two international restaurant chains in New York City. And then eventually you made it to Bud's Goods. Then you launched your own design consulting company. Talk to me about what made you or, you know, uh, what made you make that transition? Yeah, so, I mean, I spent about, uh, let's see, se seven years in New York. Um, I really loved it. It's a completely different experience from, you know, what I have currently and what I had before. Um, and, yeah, I worked in the food and beverage industry as a design manager. Um, and I just, you know, after some time doing that, it just, I just wanted to be off on my own, be my own, like, creative director, essentially. Um and kind of make my own path and my husband and I we we moved out to the New England area and yeah I, I just took on being a full-time illustrator still had a lot of the same clients um but yeah that that's when I was uh, approached by Bud's Goods actually to do uh some illustration work initially so yeah uh, okay I was so initially a freelance client <laughs> got you so it wasn't like uh Bud's Goods stole you from your uh, your traditional job it was more you <laughs> left on your own looking for something and Bud's Goods found you yes yeah <laughs> which is a really cool story so I've, I've I've worked a lot in uh food and beverage as well as a designer so I'm I'm interested to know like what are the biggest things that you that you learned from your experience that you're applying to your new endeavor well a little bit of everything I mean uh, the biggest thing you know, you go to school for design and you think that everything you're learning, it's going to apply right away to everything in the real life. And then you get into a first time job and it's, you know, you, you learn more in a day than you did in like four years at school. Like you just get really thrown into it. And and I learned so much. I mean, one of the things I, I take a lot from is my packaging experience. Um I play that a lot within the cannabis industry now. It's very different. Obviously, mm -hmm. there's a lot more rules and guidelines. Um, and you can't do quite as many things as you can with food and beverage. But that's definitely something that I learned a lot from within the food and beverage industry that I was able to like take directly to cannabis. Um, mm -hmm. As well as just, I mean... It's 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 the same kind of principles, you know. You're just kind of switching it up a bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. That was that was some of the biggest things I took away too is the packaging experience that I learned there, especially when it came to regulatory mm -hmm. and and some of those, especially when you're talking about food and beverage, because these are things that are being consumed. So there's a lot of things that uh, you don't really know going in that you learn as a professional in that space mm -hmm. that you then take with you. And then the scale, just like the sheer scale of food and beverage, is because oh, of yeah. all the, you know, yeah, that like that that part, like anything that you're designing for is reaching 
millions and millions of people. Oh yeah, there, and, yeah. There's nothing like seeing your your first piece that you've done like actually out in the the wild and being able to like hold it. That's probably the most like rewarding part. And there's a lot of that with food and beverage. I mean, down to just like doing menu design and having people hold the menu is just really rewarding. <laughs> the little things. Nice. Was there um like was there a sense of freedom coming from your experience in New York and then venturing out on your own? And how did that impact your lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons that I, I left to kind of go off on my own was just to have that that freedom to do exactly what I wanted and to kind of see the vision that I had not get kind of watered down through the process of like, you know, 50 groups of people that everyone has their opinion, just to really kind of commit to my design was huge. So that's one of the reasons mm -hmm. I left to really be like responsible for the entire vision, like from the beginning to the very end. Um, mm -hmm. and, and now with buds, I mean, I'm given a lot of freedom and it's, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better situation. I feel very lucky. Um, nice. and it's great where I feel that my, vision for for buds very much aligns like exactly with our our ceo's alex's vision so it's very like there's never any complications it's just like what i think he's also thinking it's very it's great never had that before so <laughs> yeah it sounds like a match made in heaven yeah it's it's, it's great <laughs> that's perfect I, I only asked that question uh because i think it's fascinating when people make that decision for themselves to like really go after their own freedom but mm -hmm. what that comes with is the freedom of choice for you to make your own decisions and make your own choices so i'm always interested to see like what choices people end up making yeah. for themselves and what that leads to for them so it sounds like it's it's led you to a, a really happy place so congratulations yeah thank you yeah it's i mean it's definitely very scary initially to make the the leap um and it's you don't have that security of like a paycheck exactly every single week you kind of just got to roll with it and put a lot of faith into it but uh yeah it was great i, I learned a lot about myself <laughs> mm, um yeah but yeah that insecurity comes with the territory right at least oh in yeah the beginning for sure <laughs> so you were recently a juror in the 2022 clio cannabis awards that happened in september at the mj unpacked how was that experience and the amount of creativity that you saw from the competition? Yeah, that that was such an honor. It was it was so great being among all those people. I felt like I'm like, are you you sure you meant to include me in this? <laughs> like just the names that were in the group. It's just wild. Um, yeah, it was such an honor. Really great to mm -hmm. see all the submissions that came in. Um, and, and we went through like piece by piece and talked through them. And yeah, it's really, really great to see the different perspectives for every single item. You know, we had a, a lot of different varying opinions on like based on our own backgrounds and our own like 
views on on what is creative and what's not because that's the whole mm. point of the Cleos. It's based everything's based on like creativity. That's mm. what you're judging on. So, um, and and it's hard with the the cannabis industry because it is it is so new and you know there's so many there's so many rules and there's so many things like like we can't do and we have to be creative in kind of a different different way than any other industry um mm -hmm. we can't just like do traditional advertising um so it's it was amazing to see just how people approach being creative with such like mm -hmm. limitations yeah were, were there any in particular just off the top of your head that that stood out that you can remember. Um, so you were a judge at MJ Unpacked, and during your experience as a as a judge, was there anything that you saw that was um, significant or inspiring, or um, or vice versa? Like, was there anything that was common that that you saw just in that from your perspective as a judge? Yeah, um, one of the things that I was really kind of delighted to see was the amount of female representation in uh, mm -hmm. like different products because a lot of the times it is like it becomes kind of a stonery bro culture with a lot of different um mm -hmm. different products it's very much targeted towards the same exact person copy paste um but it was really amazing to see how many products were directed more towards women and really um kind of highlighted that side of it without it being gimmicky um like miss grass for example does amazing work uh that whole brand was really one of like my personal highlights i was very excited when i saw them in there um so that's a good point like and that's something that we talk about a lot is the the wide open space for female entrepreneurship in the industry and that's true for every you know up and coming industry like you know we work a lot in crypto and in cannabis, and th these are two industries that are new, rising, could be considered high-risk industries, but it's an open space for female entrepreneurs to to really get in and um, cut their teeth, as they say, and just try some some things out and find their way. And a lot of them are like I've met a lot of female entrepreneurs that have inspired me, that are um, make like breaking ground in the space, and I love all of the work that they're doing. So yeah, no, it's, it's really great, incredible to see. <laughs> So last year, Bud's Goods got a bronze award of your own and your campaign that was titled New England Cannabis Brand that sells good bud to great neighbors. Tell me about that. Yeah, I, I got to tell you that in the same line of how surprised I was to be asked to be a judge, we were we were shocked to be awarded. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's the Cleos. It's huge. It's like it's a big deal. And we're just we're a small company we're we're based out of like massachusetts and everything with cannabis it's all it's all the west coast so being able to represent the east coast was really exciting um mm -hmm. yeah yeah we won for our retail design um for brand identity and for one other thing um, uh, our print materials um and yeah Getting to hold those Cleos for the first time, that was incredible. Um. <laughs> awesome. Well, you're extremely humble because <laughs> it oh, sounds like you guys did some incredible work. Thank and you. And that the awards were just deserved. So congratulations. 
Thank you. <laughs> so tell me more about um Lil Buds and Lil J's because those are those are two really it sounds like really fun products. Like what's been your experience with them? Well, first, yes. what, what are they? What what are what are those products for the people that are listening? Yeah, so uh Little Buds, um it's a it's an eighth of cannabis and it's like in this small mylar bag, very cute illustrations on the outside. Um, the great thing about it was it was it really helped lower the cost of cannabis within Massachusetts because like when we launched it in um, the end of 2019, you couldn't get an eighth for like less than fifty dollars in mm. in Massachusetts. So we really wanted to to find a way to introduce a like more affordable product that was safe and tested, mm. and and that's why we launched Little Buds. Um, and that's what that's why they call it the People's Eighth, huh? Mm-hmm, exactly. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's a, that, no, that makes sense. That makes sense now. Yeah, and it's been. I mean, it's our most like requested pro- product there's people that come in every single day and get it um we got our little buds customer that you know is very loyal and it's just it's been great to see people people love it and uh yeah they are they are popcorn buds um and yeah we've even now made them in larger sizes like um now we have like half ounces and people love it <laughs> okay and then, and then the little J's, it's essentially mm-hmm. taking that and doing it in pre-roll form. So it's a 10.35 gram pre-rolls. Um, so it makes an eighth and it's like in a little tin um, mm-hmm. and kind of follows the same branding. Um, but yeah, again, in that tin form and it's perfect, fits right in your pocket. Um, you can't really, it's like indestructible <laughs> so if you're throwing in your bag or anything it's always it's always good and uh yeah those have been really successful as well that's awesome it sounds like some good design decisions were made for those products because you're really thinking about the people and what what do they want what do they need yeah it's 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 hard i mean it's it feels like especially now i mean every every week it's different in this industry but it really is mm-hmm. like we're just, people are just trying to get to the lowest price possible (laughs) and we really want to be able to like deliver and be available at a low price, but also like be able to back our quality. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's why we came up with a tough target to hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, Congratulations on that too. Cause it's a, it's tough to, to make so many people happy, but then also, follow through on the quality behind the product because things cost, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a plant. So, I mean, it's not like (laughs) there's a lot of quality control that goes into it and making sure that we feel very confident about like each and every product we're putting out there. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. So you've seen a lot, you've done a lot. Um, You've accomplished a lot. What are you excited about now? Ooh. I mean, I'm our our big goal with buds is to to get to the point where like there's there's always West Coast brands coming over. Like we want to be the first East Coast brand to be like recognized on a national scale. So mm-hmm. that's really what we're going for. Like we want to 
go beyond just Massachusetts. Um, and yeah, we're getting into, we're going to be doing more packaging, more, more products, uh, hopefully more States. We'll see. <laughs> um, okay. it's a very long road, but, uh, yeah, that's what I'm excited about just bringing buds to as many people as we can. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Are there any um, new drops or anything, any uh, new announcements coming from Buds that you're excited about that people should know about? Hmm. I'm like, what can I talk about? <laughs> I know we have a lot. We have some fun, like, fall merch coming up that I'm excited about because I, I'm always wearing all my Buds, Buds gear. Uh, we got some, like, mm. like the classic... Um, pom-pom hat <laughs> that's very excited about um okay. which is great for a new england winter um mm -hmm. yeah we got yeah it's about this yeah it's, it's coming up right like it's gonna mm -hmm. be cold outside so you gotta start thinking about that yeah yeah what about beyond buds what about for yourself yeah um like so yeah, I still do some um, like freelance illustration work. I love doing it. It's great to like kind of mix it up and do something else for like the longest time. You know, I get so used to like working for a brand, you're kind of doing the same consistent style over and over again. So I like to still do things on the side so I can kind of explore, I don't know, different, different different sides to things because mm -hmm. you know gotta keep it interesting <laughs> yeah it's important to stay inspired you know yeah, we have exactly. those conversations a lot is, is uh you know we get tied into the projects that we're working on and with the people that we're working with but it's always important to pour into yourself and just see where your imagination takes you mm -hmm. yeah like i i just randomly started like starting to refinish random furniture that i buy on facebook marketplace <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's a, a lot of fun like I it's just been a great new creative outlet to just like do that and learn all about how to refinish things and you know it gets me away from the computer because you know I'm sure you're the same I spent all my time on the computer my eyes are like drained yeah. um so it's nice to kind of switch it up <laughs> very cool and I have to I have to ask um what do you think about, because we speak a lot about crypto and cannabis as well on this podcast. Um, what do you think about crypto and uh, Web3 and all the new technology that's out there? And how do you think that it might impact yourself or where you are in your industry? So I don't, I'm not super into crypto, so I'm probably going to come off like very <laughs> ignorant. No, okay. But, no but I do know I'm that curious. like, we were really excited at Bud specifically to be able to, we do accept crypto, we accept Bitcoin. Um, so that was really exciting for us because, you know, we, we can't take credit cards. We can only do right. cash. Like, mm -hmm. so to have an alternative is mm -hmm. just, I mean, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> um, for a while I was getting really into the idea of maybe doing some kind of like, I know this is this isn't exactly the same thing, but like doing an NFT for cannabis, something like that, I thought would be really interesting. But NFTs are kind of in a weird place right now. I feel like, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the opportunities are, they're there. There's, I, I, I've seen, um, I can't remember what brand it was, but they opened up like a dispensary within, uh, the metaverse. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Who knows where, like in a couple of years, like, you can be in some crazy places. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the thing. The future will tell us. There's a lot of developments being made right now. And things are moving pretty fast. So I'm excited about where everything's headed for sure. Yeah, it's definitely hard to to keep on top of it. <laughs> Every day it's mm. I mean, it's yeah, like the cannabis industry. Every day there's a new thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the biggest thing that you think people because we also talk about uh, branding and storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of my experience personally is in branding and storytelling. So what do, what do you think is unique about Bud's story or their brand that really resonates with people and makes people really fall in love with Bud's and buys yeah. into that product and brand? Yeah, I mean, the brand, it's incredibly welcoming. And mm. in a way, like, if you're not already experienced with cannabis, it can be very intimidating and very hard to, like, approach. So... Mm with the brand we really wanted it to be like as approachable as possible we want you to like feel at home as soon as you walk into the dispensary um and not feel intimidated feel like you can ask questions and do it in a way where it's like i don't know it's not it's not pretentious in any way you don't feel like you're walking into an apple store but you also don't feel like you're walking into someone's like basement (laughs) it's like something in the middle (laughs) where you you feel like you're welcome um so that's that's a big part of the brand obviously as much as new england is um Mm. i mean the whole brand is inspired by new england uh very like Mm. modern americana uh and sports of course because we're new england and we love our sports (laughs) yeah of course got the patriots over there yeah, but I feel like that really separates us from a lot of a lot of brands. Just um, mm-hmm. like we really have a deep story to who we are. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a friendly brand with friendly products. Really lives up to its name. It's like the people's butt. It's like your budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The people's eighth. Like I, I love it. Very cool. So, where can our listeners go to find out more about your work or? Um, you know what's happening with bud yeah um so it's just budsgoods.com um and then at buds goods um and then i'm at jathan's designs um okay beautiful well thank you thank, thank you, for your you perspective it's been a it's been a pleasure talking to you thank you for coming on the show thank you for having me So you can download episodes of Design This Beyond the Dial Line. Look for all of our episodes by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Until next time, always think beyond the dial.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.